Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. We are back. End of the week. We got lots to get through. I don't know exactly what, but Chip Daly will let you know. He's over there. Dan Fish right here. What's up, Chip? Hello, I'm waving. Big wave. Waving. Hello. Another hot one today. Scorching. Could use a little rain to cool things down a bit, in my opinion. Yes. Or I'm situated right now. It's supposed to rain tonight. Well, hopefully it does. Let's just talk about the weather for 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you might hear fans in the background today because it is that sort of weather right now. We're just fans? trying to live. Not Wait. like people. Oh. The machine, the mechanical fan used to cool yourself off. Yeah, it's one of those. Two of those. All right, well, well, we are the Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, most places you get podcasts. Where are we going to dive into first today, Chip? Let's go over to Paris. Oh, the yeah. French Open. Going on, Phil. We're into the semifinals. The uh, women's is going on as we speak. The men's takes place on Friday, today. And we got we got a juicy matchup. Nadal versus Djokovic, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, Friday, June 11th. Tune in. It's going to be good. The one versus yeah, the three. I'll take the lefty. Yes. Nadal, in the uh, quarterfinals, lost his first set in two years at the French Open. So, you know, he, I, don't, wow. I think he had a streak. I mean, like a, a record streak going for that. Um, well, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I don't, I don't know what the exact number was. And then in the other matchup, you might need to pronounce his names because I don't, I don't know. Uh, Alexander Zverev, Zero. yes, and Stefanos Tsitsipas. Yes, there you go. <laughs> They're in the other matchup at 8:50 a.m. Eastern. They're the five and six. I love how you just wait for me to say the last name. <laughs> yes, because uh, you know how to pronounce those. Yes, I do. Yes. Uh, and then on the women's side, I might leave these up to you again. Oh, boy. Uh, we have uh, one finalist already. Anastasia Pavlichenkovo. I don't know. Okay. She uh, She won in two sets. Against <laughs> Damara Zidane Sec. Tennis has some fun names. <laughs> and then the other one that's in progress right now, we have Maria Sakari against Barbara Kreskova. We'll, we'll assume I pronounced this right. But <laughs> <laughs> but that finals matchup, once it's all set, is going to be Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. When did Serena go down? She went down in the... Uh, quarters? Nope, the fourth round, right before the quarters. Oh. She lost two. You just want to hear me say some names again. Alina Rybakina. Who then lost to Anastasia Pavluchenkova? All right, I'm just gonna stop you right there. Let's Thank stop you. talking about this, <laughs> please. 
<laughs> if only I knew names. All right. What's next, Chip? Should we talk about everyone's favorite baseball? Cheaters! Cheaters! Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. We've mentioned it before. Josh Donaldson of the Twins, third baseman, has a nice, I keep calling it a hit list. I don't know. <laughs> it's not the term he's using. But he has a list. A hit list. It's not Schindler's list either, right? <laughs> no. Uh, it's, it's a list of pitchers that he has proof of that are cheating by using banned substances such as sticky things, sticky wickets. Uh, that's kind of been uh, just, you know, people just kind of turn the other way when they see it happening or know what's happening because, you know, baseball, baseball likes cheating. <laughs> How many other sports can cheating just become an accepted thing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like forever – Baseball's had something like then we had the steroids era, then we had I'm sure it's still going on. Other band we like have records with asterisks on. Oh, this is pre steroids era. Yeah. This is after the <laughs> Then we have the trash can with the Astros, which I'm sure other teams were doing something else, maybe not with the trash can. And now we have the sticky substances, which have been going on forever, from what I've heard in various interviews. But one of these players that Josh Donaldson called out was Garrett Cole, the Yankees pitcher who used to be with the Astros. Um, Donaldson didn't like necessarily say he's cheating, but what he said is, it's like a week ago he said, is it coincidence that Garrett Cole's spin rate numbers went down Thursday a week ago after four minor leaguers got suspended for 10 games? So Garrett Cole... Well, I guess first, MLB's been cracking down in the minor league levels first. I think it's up to 10 pitchers have been suspended now for using banned substances. And after all that happened, Garrett Cole's next outing, his spin rate, so how much the ball spins, decreased drastically. He only uh, pitched five innings and gave him five runs, which was his most as a Yankee so far. So then Donaldson's like, hey, I mean, is it a coincidence that after uh, all these players in the minor leagues got banned that his spin rate went down? Hinting that he's been using some sort of substance that was affecting his velocity and grip and uh, rotation on the ball. Uh, and then, was it like Tuesday or Monday of this week, Garrett Cole was just straight out asked about it by an interviewer. And he took like 10 seconds to answer. And he said, quote, I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. The guy just asked him, are you using any substance? <laughs> uh, and then he said, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players. <laughs> and I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. So he never actually said yes or no, which to me, obviously, it sounds like that he's using it. So I guess it's – would you rather have him lie? And say no, I'm not using it, or have an answer like this. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> um, wasn't there like some guy that provides this stuff, and he's like, "Hey, I need some," uh, you know, like sent a text message, like, "Hey, I need some of that yeah. special." There was a uh, yeah, we talked about him uh, last season in the shortened season, someone for the Angels, who somehow got to be the guy. Well, somebody that... got cut, and then he was like, "Well, then I'm just gonna throw everybody under the bus." 
Oh, remember? Well, yeah, this was the, yeah, this was the Angels uh, yeah. clubhouse attendant. Yeah, that guy got fired uh, last year. Yeah, he because somehow his name got around the league as the guy that pitchers could go to to ask for stuff, and there was like text message exchanges that he released after he was fired. And you just thought he was like doing it so he wouldn't get fired because you know he's a clubhouse attendant. He's there to assist the players pregame stuff and whatever. So he's like, yeah, here you go. Here's some substance you can hide on your hat. And then eventually last year he got fired for doing that. And then he released some text messages <laughs> from various pitchers that basically said he's had a long list of people that have asked him to provide substances whenever uh, they were pitching in Los Angeles. And then Josh Donaldson apparently has guys all around the league that help him <laughs> with this list of pitchers that are cheating. Uh, but anyway, on f- Wednesday, the Yankees were playing the Twins, and Garrett Cole was uh, starting. Josh Johnson batting second. And uh, <laughs> oh, as a Twins fan, it did not go how I wanted. As, <laughs> as a uh, general baseball fan, it did not go how I wanted it either. In uh, batting practice, Josh Johnson was spotted wearing rib protectors because he was expecting to get thrown at which did not happen. Garrett Cole just went right at him with uh, some high heat. He threw his, I think it was his third fastest pitch of the season at Donaldson, over 100 miles an hour. It was a whiff. And I think he struck him out in four or five pitches in the first at bat. <laughs> then in the second at bat, they only faced each other. No, they faced each other three times. Uh, Cole struck him out on the second at bat as well. And then on the third at bat, Donaldson popped out in the sixth inning against Cole. And after the first strikeout, Cole just kind of stared him down, stared Donaldson down and kind of grabbed his hat like, I got you, man. So (laughs) I think Cole was fired up after that and kind of just proved that he doesn't need to use substance. Maybe he was using it. Who knows? 100 miles an hour out of nowhere. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe he's using something else now. So, oh uh, man, I just love all the conspiracies and controversies oh, yeah. in MLB. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me, like why we try to cheat so hard in baseball, like right, and why it's kind of accepted until the point that it's not. <laughs> yeah, here's what I suggest: let's start a whole new baseball league where steroids, everything is legal, and we just go with it. whatever they want. It would be kind of like the wiffle ball league where they're throwing yes. like five five foot curveballs. Uh-huh. <laughs> like let's just make it super impossible and then juice the balls to beat hack. So if they do get, if they can square one up, it's definitely going on the park. Cork you the know. bats. Yes. Yes. I like it. Let's just make everything <laughs> everything under the moon is legal. There's no bat restrictions on what you can use. You can use metal, corked, whatever you want. <laughs> metal. <laughs> whatever they are, aluminum. No, I'm, I'm laughing because they would explode off the bat from some of these guys. I, I know. <laughs> you can use you can have like a 20 pound bat if you want. It can be however long you want. Like there's no restrictions on it. Some Nothing. might uh, suffer some serious injuries from those balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think they'll have to worry about catching any. <laughs> They're yeah. going out of the park. Just push the fences back to like 600 feet. Then everyone needs no, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 we'll no, move no. them in 300. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Home runner bust here. <laughs> Swing for the fences, boys. Maybe a limit of like nine batters per inning. 
and only allow four <laughs> defensive players on the field at once. <laughs> okay. I like it. Let's do it. Strikeouts and home runs. That's it. Five inning games. Still going to have bases. <laughs> it's either an out or it's a home run. Yeah. I like it. Let's start our own league. Everybody yeah. will do it. The four, the four fielders are outfielders. Yeah. The three outfielders, three outfielders, and a catcher. And you only get one strike. <laughs> only one strike. No walk. Strike two. You're out. <laughs> wow. That'd be interesting. Yeah. We're on to something. Action. Yeah. We have, a, we, yeah. we have so many great ideas on this podcast. Yes, we do. This is the next one. Yes, we will do this. We will make this happen. <laughs> I will be the commissioner. All right. Just like Let's we do it. whenever we talked about it last time. Yes, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm commissioner of all professional sports. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was going to be. One billion dollars. One billion. All right. With that, let's wrap up segment one. Come back segment two. Let's see if we have any other crazy ideas on how to change sports. Fish and Chip Podcast next. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. Uh, I want to shout out a musician that I enjoy. I call him a rising star. His name's Kenny Hoopla. He's releasing his second short album, an EP as they call it, today called Survivor's Guilt with Travis Barker on all the songs. Excited to hear it. It's a punk rock-ish kind of album. Ish. Ish. Yes. That's Dan Fish. I'm Chip Daly. Check that out. And now we're going to talk about NBA, I think. We are? I don't know. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> well, you got something else? No, um, let's get to it. Series updates, semi, or conference semis are going on. Brooklyn will be playing Thursday night after we record. Against Milwaukee, they are up 2 nothing, as we kind of assumed they would be on Tuesday. Um, the other game Thursday night will be the Jazz. Game two, they're up one zip over the Clips. Then in Friday's action tonight, we're going to have game three of the 76ers in Atlanta going back to Atlanta now. We're going over to Atlanta now, tied up one to one. And then also Friday night, the Suns will be traveling to Denver after winning on Wednesday night, going up two zip on Nuggets. Nuggies. Uh, game two on Wednesday had some historical relevance. And we are going to have the sound chip. It's time for. Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. I look like I just got out of the shower. Okay. Well, Chip's got some uh, some stats that he wants to throw at me Woo! from Wednesday's game. I mean, I knew the relevance, but I didn't know exactly how relevant these stats were. So let's let Chip take it away on an NBA athlete of the day. Chris Paul was Dan's athlete of the day. CP3. Uh, CP3. According to uh, Sports Center, he became the only player in NBA history to have 15 assists and zero turnovers in a playoff game with three separate franchises. He also did this wow. in three different decades. So he did it with Suns, probably uh, the Clippers, the Clippers, and probably the Hornets. Yes, the Hornets. Wow. 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 <laughs> Very wow. Impressive. And he got zero MVP votes. 
Oh, yeah. Yep. I forgot. We got to discuss that today as well, don't we? Yep. What a, what a joke, right? Yeah, what a joke. Especially when I tell you what's gonna what I what I found out about the MVP voting as well. All <laughs> right. Okay. So, a lot of the awards have been handed out or not handed out, but have been announced who has won in the NBA. And your boy Dan Fish over here has gotten every single one of them correct. Wow. Defense Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert of the Jazz. Ding ding. Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson of the Jazz. Ding ding. Uh, Coach of the year, Tom Thibodeau of the Knicks, ding, ding. He actually did not get as many first-place votes as Monty Williams, but Monty had more like third-place votes, I guess. So like the points added up for Tom Thibodeau to win. Um, Most improved player, uh, Julius Randle of the Knicks, ding, ding. And then in the MVP voting. Nikola Jokic is your MVP from the Nuggies. Joel Embiid finished runner-up, I believe. Although Steph Curry actually had more first-place votes than Joel Embiid. Neither one of them had a whole lot. uh, Because I believe Nikola Jokic had like 91 of the 110-ish first-place votes. However... As you mentioned, Chris Paul received received zero first place votes for MVP. I'm going to give you a player, and it's going to knock your socks off. That received one first place vote for the MVP. Do you want to take a guess? I, I already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Rose received a first place vote. Yep, it was the the fan vote. Oh, it was the fan vote. Yeah. Okay. Still, I mean that's. To receive the fan vote, I assume it goes to the guy that had the most fan vote. Yeah. So, I, that's still <laughs> nuts, though, that he got it. Yeah. I thought I, I didn't know who did it for sure. Um, but if it was like a New York columnist or something that voted him a first place vote, I'd be like, that guy needs to get his vote taken away next year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But yeah, interesting there. He's got a first place vote. So interesting, interesting. Did you know Nikola Jokic is the first center to win MVP since Shaq did it in 2000? Yes, I did. That's a long time ago. Yep. The big man is back in the NBA. Uh-huh. Car on three times next year. Well, the days of uh, the big man being irrelevant to the NBA. Might be uh, out the wayside because Rudy Gobert, a center, got Defensive Player of the Year. Joel Embiid, second-place runner-up finisher for MVP. Big man center. And Nikola Jokic, center, winning MVP. Maybe the big guy is a little bit more valuable than people think once again. It used to be a very, very important position. Do you think it's just going to be like a swinging trend that goes back and forth over like a 10-year period? Well, here's the deal. None of these centers, maybe outside of Rudy Gobert, are true centers anymore. I mean, Nikola Jokic shoots three ball. Joel Embiid <laughs> shoots a three ball. Carl Anthony Towns shoots a three ball. Like you're not a center in today's NBA if you can't shoot the three. That's true. You know, like James Wiseman, he was the first big man taken in this year's draft by the Warriors. He shoots the three. You know, there's no true center where you throw him the ball on the block and he overpowers some guy and dunks on him like, like Shaq. Shaq, yeah. <laughs> 
Like Shaq would never shoot from outside of five feet. <laughs> you no, know? he couldn't. <laughs> exactly. And that just doesn't exist in today's basketball. I mean, Rudy Gobert doesn't take shots outside of five feet, but he's not dominant like Shaq was, or not even close to being dominant. Like he doesn't ever get the offensive touches on the block. Yeah. He just gets it on offense rebounds. Yeah, that's good points. Yeah, I just think with the way that it's officiated out on the perimeter, not being able to touch people defensively, you can't hand check people anymore. You can't be physical with them on the perimeter. Uh, you're just going to see people be that much better shooting because there's a precedence on it right now and a priority to it. And you can get your shot off whenever you want, no matter how small you are, because people can't press up on you too close. So they're just going to get a hand check ball and you throw it up at the rim and you get three free throws. Yes. And with that being the way that it's officiated, I don't know if it's necessarily good for the sport. I think it becomes boring when you see guys like Trey Young and uh, Harden all the time just, you know, cause contact coming off a screen and throw a ball up weirdly at a, at a hoop yeah, and, get, and get eight free throws a game that way. It's yep. annoying to me. I don't know if it's good for the sport. So I don't know if the rules will change. I don't think they will back to the way they were. But I think you'd see better basketball if they were. I agree. That's why you should be commissioner of NBA as well. They do have a good one, though, in Adam Silver. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not going to be too upset, though. Be assistant. Assistant I, to the regional yeah. commissioner. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have two other NBA things I just want to th- throw by you. Throw them. LeBron James is going to switch his jersey next season. Number. Yeah. Number six. Is that what he was so in he, Miami? Yes, he was going to switch to six so that Anthony Davis could be number 23 when they got Anthony Davis, but because they got Anthony Davis uh, kind of later in the summer, it was too late for him to switch numbers because the jerseys were already being made to be sold as him number 23, you know? Mm-hmm. So the NBA said, no, you can't switch jerseys, which made Anthony Davis have to get a different number than 23. So obviously he, made, he picked number three then. And now two years later... Uh, LeBron's going to switch to six, like he said he was going to for Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis is going to stay number three. So <laughs> I guess nobody's going to wear 23 next year. I guess. So as someone as big as LeBron, do you think he has to buy out the remaining inventory? Like I don't know. I think so. I believe that there is a date in the off season where if you're going to switch your number, you have to do it before that. Otherwise they just don't allow you to. Hmm. And I don't think there's any fee with that. Interesting. All right. The one other story that I saw. There's a boat. Boat. <laughs> Boats in my pod. Uh, did you hear the, the rumor that the Celtics and Kemba Walker are likely to part ways? Doesn't surprise me. I was going to suggest that. He's hurt way too often. Um, it's just not working right. I think they'd be better off with like a, a good distributing point guard and a good defensive point guard than a scoring guard like Kemba Walker is, who is a liability at times on the defensive end. A guy like Chris Paul, obviously you're not going to get a guy like Chris Paul, but a guy like with his game where he's going to distribute first, play good defense and score when he needs to would be ideal for the Celtics with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum there. Be able to get those guys going, score in the fourth quarter if your team needs you to, and play good defense. I like I'd like somebody like that for the Celtics. Yeah, it's 
By the way, I I don't know if we ever announced it on the podcast. Danny Ainge did step down as the general manager of the Boston Celtics, and their new or their head coach, um, Brad Stevens, is now going to become president of basketball operations. Or I guess I don't know if Danny Ainge was a GM. He was basketball president of operations, I believe. Uh, Anyway, so they are in a search for a coach with a new first-time president, first-time front office guy, Brad Stevens, who I think is motivated to do that. He said he was burnt out coaching. Uh, I think he could be successful because he knows recruiting really well. Um, So I think he's going to help with the scouting department a lot. And uh, I don't think he'll overstep his bounds with the coaching, but he'll get a good guy in there. I think it's a good job. You got two superstars. Why wouldn't coaches want to go there? Um, Yeah, and I think it's time to kind of shake it up. I think Kemba needs to go. I think they would have been better off keeping Terry Rozier, but I don't think they could have paid for him um, back when they – made the swap for Kemba Walker yes. a couple of years ago. But I don't know. Like I said, I think they need a true, a true more old-fashioned point guard in there than a scoring point guard. Is that will be really good. Is Kemba going to be a free agent, or is he under contract for a while? I'm not sure. I thought he was still going to be under contract for one more year, but he could be a free agent. I don't think he is, though. I was just looking at potential free agents this summer. I didn't see his okay. name on the list. Oh, uh, I could see them. I could see them letting him walk or trading him of some sort. I was going to say, maybe if you can get something out of him, I'd try trading him this summer. He is assigned through the 22-23 season. So he's got two more years left. Yep. I just don't think people are going to trade for his contract. So they're probably going to have to, what you're going to have to do is probably cut him. And then they'll have to sign a new deal somewhere else. Unless he would do a sign and trade with Boston where, they, where he signs with Boston for less than... And then go somewhere else. But I don't know. We'll have to get into all that when the playoffs start getting over and we start talking draft because things are going to happen this offseason. There's going to be a lot of potential free agents. Kawhi Leonard's a potential free agent. He could opt out. A lot of things could get shaken up here in the NBA, oh. especially, if the, especially if the Clippers lose this round. You never know. You yes. might be like, dude, I'm out of here. Kawhi like, to the Timberwolves. Yeah, he might just go across town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we'll see. If he can't win with the Clippers, he's probably going to be like, well, screw it. Then I'll just go join the Lakers. Lame. Who knows? We'll find out. There'll be stuff we'll have to cover this summer. A lot of exciting things. I think the playoffs might be under underperforming as far as a rating standpoint. I I think with LeBron being out, Lakers are out. Warriors aren't there like they have been in the past. Yeah. You know, Celtics are already out. I mean, you're looking Jazz, Clippers, Suns, Nuggets, 76ers, <laughs> Atlanta, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. Not huge huge historical relevance with any of those teams. Yeah. Not so really uh, the playoffs might series yet. Yeah. Yeah. And only one series so far has gone seven. The Dallas um, one, yeah. And Clippers. Yeah. And only like one other one's gone six, I believe. So, um, yeah, I mean, the playoffs might underperform this year, but I think the free agency and draft and everything like that is going to live up to some hype because it's going to be a fun off season. I think in my opinion, but we'll find out. You'll have to pay attention, Fish and Chip Podcast, uh, throughout the summer months. But as far as the rest of today, we're going to come back with a game time segment three. I got a good one. It's a new one. And we'll be back next for Chip over there. Fish and Chip Pod. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. It's game time today. 
like I hinted before the break. I don't think we've ever done a game quite like this. Um, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to give you the title first. Here we go. It is called Game of Games. Ellen Game DeGeneres has a show called that. Oh, no, I didn't steal it from her. I know that. <laughs> For real, though. Okay. Uh, I just made this up today. I gave you a description of a famous American pastime game, whether it's board games, dice, cards, whatever it might be. Uh, after I give you the description, you guess what game I'm describing. Mm, okay. Uh, so, like I, said, like I said, these are all like uh, very well-known games. None of these are something that you probably never heard of before out there. So, uh, I got eight of these. I give you a description. You give me the game. If you get it right, you get a point. Eight, eight options here. Eight possible points. Ready to go? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Number one. This game simulates a person from college to retirement, jobs, marriage, and possible children. What is life? The game of life. The game of life. Yes. Ding, ding. Oh, boy. Love that game. All right. Number two. This game is made by Hasbro. Players roll dice to move around and buy and trade properties to cause other players into bankruptcy. What is America? <laughs> JK. Monopoly. Yes. Yeah, when you said Monopoly right away, I was just like, dang it, that was my first one. So now I'm going to have to switch the order up. <laughs> Regimind. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing that I did to you, yep. I guess. But uh, yeah, a lot of these are going to be really easy. I think you might have a... Know each other. Have you ever had... Have you ever had a perfect game before? No. This might be it. Uh oh. Don't jinx it. All right, here we go. All right. This electronic game has 500. <laughs> this electronic game has more than 5,000 words and phrases. Try to get your teammates to guess the word or phrase by describing it any way possible, but do it fast. What is catchphrase? Ding, 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 ding. I don't know why I'm answering this question, but I'm going to keep doing it. Do it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Number four. This game uses move it motion technology to test players to see if they've got the skills to master it. Move it motion technology? Is that what you said? Yeah, okay. So it says, this game uses Move It Motion technology to test players if they can see if they've got the skills to master this game. It has to do... Uh, it has to do with following instructions, and it's electronic. I I have a guess. If it's wrong, let me guess again. I have other ideas. What is Bop It? Ding, ding! <laughs> okay. Boy, yeah, that one was kind of tough by the description. I didn't really realize how vague that was, so I kind of gave you a little bit of a hand. Uh, all right, this game of physical and mental mental skill built. On Can I read today? No, I... obviously, 
This is a game of physical and mental skill built on the simple premise of stacking blocks. What is Jenga? Final? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, number six. Perfect game is still intact. This game is made by Parker Brothers. Score points by uniquely naming objects within a set of categories given an initial letter with a time limit. What is categories, Dan? Final. Final. You are correct. Two more. Sweating. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's hot. I don't know if, yeah, because it's hot, not because of the game, right? All right, number seven. This dice game is based on poker with the, ob- with the objective to roll certain combinations of numbers with five dice. Uh, I'm pretty sure it, uh, what is Yahtzee? Ding, ding. I don't know if it, I played that when I was a little, but I have no idea how it's actually played. But everybody kind of knows what Yahtzee is. Yeah. Like knows of Yahtzee, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Yahtzee. Basically, you're just trying to find poker hands with chips, basically, you know, five of a kind, four of a kind, three of a kind, a full house, a straight. Ah, uh, yes. You know? Sure. With the dice. All right. With the dice, yes. And a cup. And a scratch pad. And you shake them. Yes. (laughs) Big money, big money, no whammies. Escalators. Number eight for the perfect game. This classic card game is easy to pick up and impossible to put down. Take turns matching a card in your hand with the card shown by either color or number. Uh, what's the name? Uh, oh, um, what is Uno? Final. Yeah. We have a perfect game. First time ever for Chip Daly. Good job, bud. I told you that was going to be, told you that was going to be a good game. I'd like to thank the Academy. (laughs) Is that it? And the fans. Okay. And the viewers. And no thanks Jesus. to me for making an easy and, game for you. And Dan, who's always been there. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun. I mean, I kind of like that game. I don't know. That's I thought cool. it was a good idea. I like something it. to switch it up, non-sports related. Yes. We all enjoy games. We games. should play some of those games in the near future if yeah. we ever see each other again. Probably not. Game. Good job. Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Podcast. Remember, well, no, we're just at Fish and Chip Pod. <laughs> Remember, we're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google Machine, Amazon, most places you get your podcast. Make sure you tune in Tuesdays and Fridays to our awesome episodes that we got. Share us with NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs will continue. We'll get you updated where the NHL playoffs are at. French Open winners this weekend. Make sure you're watching. And, uh, Thanks for listening. Stay sweet, universe.